Hey, welcome to the Funny Mom Podcast with your host, Amy Rossi. I hope you all had a wonderful holiday season. Um, We celebrated Christmas a week ago, and um, it was actually very very nice. It was very different than how we normally um, get to celebrate, but we had a small gathering. And uh, yes, there were more than 10 people. And uh, we had a great time. Um, Again, a little different, but the kids were um, really just glad to hang out with their friends. And we got to hang out with our adult friends um, and uh, just eat. And and we were merry (laughs) for for the night. Um, And then New Year's, I did not think I was going to make it up till midnight because I am a complete loser. So uh, we actually did. We ended up watching a great movie. Secondhand Lions, which is such a great movie. I watched that years ago. So we started watching that and um, we ended up ending it at like 1150. So obviously I'm pretty invested by that point. So I decided to stay up till midnight. Um, I do, however, regret running around outside on my front lawn with horns at midnight because I woke up my seven-year-old And um, I wouldn't just say I woke her up. I would say I startled her like there was a a large house fire, perhaps, or an intruder. So um, that bit me in the butt pretty hard. Uh, I did do a good four laps around my property. And sorry, neighbors. And uh, I brought my other two out. They were a little... um, reluctant at first, but then when they saw their mom completely uh, lose her mind and run around uh, celebrating that 2020 was over, they were quick to uh, to join in. So, so that was great. So I put together a little list of uh, things that um, I've discovered since this whole uh, crazy thing happened uh, March of 2020 with COVID and, you know, everything, masks and social distancing and all that stuff. So um, one of the things I learned is that God never intended for me to be a teacher of any kind, whether it was teaching children um, or squirrels. Uh, I am definitely not supposed to be in that career field. And um, so, you know, I keep reminding him of that, that uh, <laughs> we agreed that this was not my thing. Um, but I'm waiting, I'm waiting for him to fire me from being a second grade teacher. Um, another thing that I learned about myself, which might not be a great thing, but um, I find that wearing a mask has only emboldened me to say things under my breath out in public. So for instance, when I'm in shop rate and I have my mask on, I don't always have it on. I'm going to tell you that right now. But when I do have it on um, and I hear the uh, the recording that they have playing over the loudspeaker at ShopRite with um, do your part and stay six feet apart. Don't forget your mask. I'm usually saying things that are probably more audible than I realize under my breath, but no one would know it's me because I have a mask on, you know, they can't see my mouth moving. So that's that's been a perk. Um, I also do believe that some people probably rejoice that 
I specifically me um, have to wear a mask because it does kind of um, serve as a muzzle in public. My husband can tell you more about that. Um, number seven, I started 2020 with zero patience and I ended it not caring if my kids spray painted my living room. So I went from super type A, everything had its place to, you know, I washed the kitchen floor last month, Alex, you know, we're not sticking to it. So we don't need to wash it. Um, I, you know, we have routine and we have structure and we still kind of have that, uh, but it's nowhere near what it was. And maybe it's also a good thing. Now, if my kids spray painted my living room for real, um, I probably black out, but it just goes to say that I really feel like, uh, I've, I've softened a bit and not trying to, um, just be such an annoying mom. So I've kind of let some things slide. Uh, I guess I've learned to choose my battles. The battles are weird now though, with everyone being home, but nevertheless, I've learned to, uh, to choose which ones I wish to engage with. Um, number six, and this is actually kind of concerning now, my dishwasher is going to self-destruct if I run it one more time. Uh, it actually, something happened to it today where like the, the seal on the inside must have come loose and we had a, a slight puddle forming, um, on the floor in front of it. So, um, but we are running the dishwasher twice a day at least. And I mean, I think everything is just getting a ton of use, you know, my washing machine or heat. I mean, everything is just, is it's just going to uh, completely burn soon. Um, I do for number five, it's more of a question for other parents out there is, um, did our kids ask their teachers for snacks every five minutes when they were in school with them? And then I have WTH at the end of that, because um, when I'm sitting with my seven-year-old and I'm talking literally maybe four minutes have passed when she looks at me and says, I'm really hungry for a snack. And it's usually just about the time when we are supposed to be either on a live um, Google Meet, which by the way, is a complete dumpster fire, um, or she has to be watching a video and then we have to do slides together. So I did get a little um, smart about it and I would like, I would come to her desk with, you know, like armed, like Rambo, but it was like, I was like armed with like, water bottles and Cheez-Its and, you know, any requests that she could have come up with. I just, no, I had it all, everything you want. You want me to make you, um, a, you know, funny balloon of, you know, a poodle. I can also do that too for you, whatever it is. Just please, for the love of everything, just do your Google slides. I don't even care if they're right. I don't even care if you just write question marks on them, just do it and submit it so we can move on you know, cause you're going to be hungry again. <laughs> so, um, number four was if you tell me to log out and then log back in one more time, I will lose my ever loving mind. Um, this happens so often, usually with my youngest, I obviously don't really do school with my middle schoolers because a couple reasons, 
um, they're embarrassed and, um, I'm not, I'm not cool. Like I thought I was like, I thought, I thought I was kind of cool. And then I hung out with my middle schoolers and quickly found out that I was like, um, the people from table nine in the moving the wedding singer. So I don't do any school with them, but the seven-year-old of course needs a lot of guidance and, um, and a lot of snacks. So I'm usually with her quite often. So there was a time where I happened to be pretty close to my youngest and I was working on my computer and I heard the teacher, it was like the ninth time that she had told my kid to log out and then log back in. So I, um, I just leaned over and put my big fat face in the screen and said, um, we can see you and we can hear you and we are not logging back out again. Please just continue. Um, so I felt good for like, like maybe like a nanosecond. And then I felt horrible after that. Um, but it stopped and, um, my child was able to continue, um, the complete crap show of, um, learning math online, um, by a screen that keeps freezing. So we were able to continue with that. Um, number three Actually, I feel like it should be my number one. But number three is I discovered that if I wear my AirPods around the house, my family thinks I'm on an important work call. Now, just stay with me for a second. This is heaven, okay? So it happened by accident. I was in my office. I I had a phone call downstairs, had my AirPods in and then came up and the whole pack is up there and I hadn't taken my AirPods out and they all looked at me and you know, you know, when you walk up the stairs, you like make eye contact with your kids. They suddenly realize all at the same time that they all need something from you. And if they don't need something from you, they're going to call your name and just use that as like a placeholder because they're going to think of something that they need from you or of you. So if you have your AirPods in and you just don't look at them, it's like, it's like just, I, 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 don't, I don't know how to, how to describe it other than heaven. They looked at me and then looked right down at, oh, you know, mom's, mom's on a call. Um, that I have been doing way too often. So they probably think my business is way more busy than it really is, but I'm just gonna, just gonna let that work itself out. Um, number two is dinner. Um, I love to cook. Ask my husband. I have been excited to cook since the day we got married. Um, I didn't cook the day we got married, but, um, when we, you know, got our first place together and everything, I would cook up a storm. I also gained like 50 pounds our first year of marriage and I'm still trying to work that off. It's almost 24 years later, plus three kids. So, um, I have gotten to a point now <laughs> where poor Alex will, um, he'll just mention in passing like, Hey, what were you thinking about for dinner? And, you know, it's like four thirty, five o'clock and I'll like, I'll put on this whole dramatic show. I'll be like, oh, darn it. I forgot to um, take something out of the freezer. So I guess it's cereal, which is fine because I won't eat it. I would rather just not eat um, dinner if 
that means I don't have to cook or clean it up at this point because we've been all together for so long that it's, um, I'm, I'm just, I'm dinnered out. So, um, he even, he texted me today. I was out with the kids. I take them uh, on a hike that didn't actually happen. Uh, we ended up at a farm and, um, he said, Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll just pick up dinner, you know, while I'm out. And, um, silly me. It was just earlier in the day and I was still feeling the effects of my coffee. And I said, Oh no, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll figure something out. Hun. And, um, actually what ended up happening was at about eight o'clock, um, he actually made me some eggs and bacon and the rest of the family, because it was very, very clear that I was not about to feed anybody again. So dinner is having just a major effect on me. I'm, I try and meal plan and I don't know what happens. I meal plan. I feel great about it. And then the actual week starts and I'm like, no, I'm over. I'm not making dinner ever again. Um, the, the number one thing that I'm super glad about for 2020 is, um, I did not realize how many pairs of black leggings, and yoga pants that I owned um, because you know, every time I would go out to the store, you know, you got to buy more black yoga pants, got to have those for the one day a year I work out. And um, 2020, you know, most of it has been spent in my house or maybe going for a walk. So um, I was really, I was really, um, quite happy that when I really started digging through my stuff, you know, not working, wearing work clothes or whatever, and, um, jeans became fancy. Like if I wear jeans, it's because it's like our special anniversary and, um, and we're going somewhere fancy like Texas roadhouse, like that fancy. So jeans, you know, I really reserve for, um, when I'm not bloated and I can actually fit in them. Um, but the black leggings, let's just say that they are amazing. Um, you can show up in your black leggings and your Adidas sneakers and, um, your sweatshirt every day. Like I've been doing since March of 2020. Um, we actually call it my uniform now. It's, it's not even a joke. Like literally that's my uniform. That's, that's what I wear. Um, so when I'm not in my uniform, that's actually when my kids know that I'm working. So if I have a closing or an appraisal or an inspection or something to do, um, that's when I really bring my A game and, um, and I wear work pants, which I guess would be like, I don't know, business casual pants. I don't even know what they are. I don't even know how long I've had them, but I'm pretty sure that they're older than my kids. My oldest is almost 14. So black leggings, um, very, very thankful for. Anyway, I hope this podcast just, uh, maybe brought a smile to your face. And, um, I know for me that, uh, I, I enjoy to make people laugh. Um, I laugh a lot at myself and our situation at times and just life um, and not to uh, not to cover up any other emotions. <laughs> that scary sound that you just heard is the Glade automatic air sprayer. 
that my husband has in his office. And I'm not kidding you. Every single time this thing goes off, I say a bad word in my head. And if I'm sitting in just the right spot, it goes into my coffee. But I'm too lazy to go back up and pour myself another cup of coffee. So I literally am drinking Starbucks with a dash of clean linen in it. So I just thought maybe you guys would want to know that. I hope that 2021 is better. Um, but, you know, we can't we can't base our circumstances and everything else over, you know, what kind of a year we had or, or, or what's coming down the pipeline. But to know that, um, that God has us, you know, rest in his promises, rest in his faithfulness. And, uh, just cause you don't feel like he's there. doesn't mean that he's not. And, you know, I look back at many uh, journal entries that I've written over many, many years. And, you know, the closest I ever felt to God was, when I was completely brought to my knees. And that's a whole other podcast for another time. But um, I've learned a lot through my own trials and through my own heartache that he never leaves us ever. And um, to just rest in that and to rest in that everything that is going on right now he's in perfect control of and that doesn't mean that we're not going to um suffer or have have some really tough times but it means that we don't lose hope and uh, we take heart and just know that he's got it and he's already won the battle so thank you my friends i hope you have a wonderful last uh saturday i guess before everyone jumps back in the game on Monday. And uh, hopefully I'll be chatting with you soon. Take care.